0: Hello, and welcome to our brand new podcast, For What It's Worth, coming to you from Oshawa, Ontario, Canada. I'm Jennifer, and this is my husband, Stephen Brumell. And why are we starting this podcast?
1: You know, it's funny, right? In my line of work, um, where I deal with labor relations, uh, you build a lot of relationships over the years. And I've never hidden my Christian faith. And I think it's starting to come home to roost. I'm getting a lot of questions from people because we're in a very chaotic, confusing time, right? And so, you know, you and I have been praying about this for a long time, and now's the time to start the podcast and ask uh, all my friends, uh, answer all their questions.
0: Sounds good. Um, Do we have something ready for today?
1: We do. So I want you to imagine something. It's called a magic bank account. Imagine that you had won the following prize in a contest. Each morning, your bank account would deposit $86,400 in your private account for your use. However, this prize has rules. The set of rules are as follows. Everything that you didn't spend during each day would be taken away from you. You may not simply transfer money into some other account. You have to spend it on something. Each morning upon waking. The bank opens your account with another $86,400 for that day. The bank can end the game without warning. At any time, it can say game over, it can close the account, and you will not receive a new one. What would you personally do with that money if you had to spend it every day? Whatever you don't spend, you lose. So what would you do? You would buy anything and everything, not only for yourself, but for all the people you love and care for, even for people you don't know, because you couldn't possibly spend it on yourself, right? You would try to spend every penny and use it all because you knew it would be replenished in the morning, right? Actually, this game is real. And the big question I get asked all the time is about time. Instead of you having a deposit of $86,400 every day into your bank account, God has granted us 86,400 seconds every single day to live our life. So what do we do with that time? Obviously, during COVID, Jen, we've we've lost that time, right? We have. It's gone by very fast. Uh, I get people asking me all the time, do you notice how fast time is going? And even though we're in the middle of a crisis, it's going very, very quickly. Yeah, the weeks just slide by. And it doesn't matter what I found is it doesn't matter how old you are. I've got a nephew who's uh, just barely in his 30s, and he's asking me the same questions about time. Do you find the time's going by fast? Now, you're the king of the refunds. When you buy a product and it turns out to be a bad product, do you get a refund for it?
0: Yes, you do. You do, and you can replace it with a new item of the same kind that you wanted. Not so with time. We can't go back. We can't time travel. We can't refund the time that we've lost.
1: So So what do we do? Exactly. That's the question. What do we do with our time? What does the Bible say that we should be doing with our time, right? So we've taken the time to write out some verses for you. Because everything that Jen and I are going to look at in these podcasts, we're going to take, obviously, real-life practical events, and we're going to apply Scripture to it because that's how Jen and I get through life. We look at a, at the state of the world and we automatically go to the Bible because that's the authority of all things as far as we're concerned. And we want to hear what God has to say about it. So what does uh, what does God have to say about time?
0: Well, in James chapter 4, verses 13 and 14, he says, "'Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life?' For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. In Psalm 90.10, it says, Our days come to 70 years or 80. If our strength endures, yet the best of them are but trouble and sorrow, for they quickly pass and we fly away. So we we don't have control over our time. We don't know what tomorrow brings. So, you know, our, our time should not be wasted.
1: You made a great point there because it's the one thing in our entire life, that we can definitively say we really don't have control of, isn't it?
0: Yep. Yep. And I mean in Psalm 39, verses 4 to 5, it says, Show me, Lord, my life's end and the number of my days. Let me know how fleeting my life is. You have made my days a mere handbreadth. The span of my years is nothing before you. Everyone is but a breath, and even those who seem secure.
1: So the the point of those verses is that time goes by very quickly. And I picked out one more verse for Jen because she's raised five children, gave birth to five children, raised them. And actually, I think you can include me, her husband, in that. Uh, she's raising me as well. But Job 14.1 says, Mortals born of women are of few days and full of trouble. So, you know, it's not just a matter of the fact that we can't refund our time. And we'll get to that in a second. But we can't control the time. And we can't control what happens in that time. Like everybody, it doesn't matter how rich you are, how poor you are, how affluent you are, what your position is in life, time has its problems, doesn't it?
0: Yes, it does.
1: And some people have faced, you know, tragic events, uh, more so than other people, but every single day brings something uh, of trouble, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it feels that way. I mean, we are all going to have our good days, but we just, you know, you look back on your life and you realize how quickly the years have gone by. Those of us who are parents certainly know that. You blink and your kids go from toddlers to teenagers to adults.
1: Um, I think the timing of this is good, too, because we've got our 32nd anniversary coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Think about where we were 32 years ago, and we've been together 34 years now. Yep. Isn't that crazy? It's
0: crazy. That's, you know, half our life.
1: Well, more, but for you, it's (laughs) three quarters of your life, right? (laughs) So, um, so the question is, I mean, if life is so fleeting, which it is, and it's so fast and it's, you know, got its share of troubles and things like that, and we can't refund it. We can't buy any time back. We can't borrow against it, right? We can't get a line of credit of time. So what do we do with the time we have? What well, should we
0: do? I think the the verse in the Bible that sums it up is Mark 12, verses 30 to 31, where it says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this, Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. So in the time that we have in this finite timeline that ends the same for all of us in death, um, spending our time living for the Lord and, and living with Jesus alongside us does redeem our time on earth to a degree, but there's more coming in the future.
1: Yeah, there is. And I also think like when we look at that verse, uh, you know, obviously you and I spent a lot of prayer doing all this, preparing for it. And that verse does sum it up in so many ways, but you know, just imagine if what kind of world we'd be in if the vast, vast majority of us chose to follow Jesus Christ and, and love the Lord our God with all our heart and with all our soul and with all our, our mind and strength. But just as importantly, that we showed love to our neighbor. Imagine the world we'd be in.
0: Yeah, we would if be we cared for
1: everybody. If we cared for each other, right?
0: If we saw the world and if we saw individuals... Through the eyes of God and through the way that God sees people, we would see that our differences are minimal and our similarities are huge. And this would help us to see that all people are of the same equal value to God. Yeah. So there's no one on this earth that God doesn't love just as much as he loves you. Yeah, amen. And that would eliminate races and hatred and... Um, uncaring attitudes towards people who may be different from us. And we would see through Christ's eyes and God's eyes the value of everyone we pass on the street or see on our television every day. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think about it quite a bit too. And you think about how much more seriously we take trying to find a cure for cancer even. It would eliminate all wars around the world. Right? Yep. You know, I mean, Jesus Christ said he, he loves his enemies. We were his enemy before we accepted him as our personal savior, right? Yes. And he died for us. That's the ultimate act of love, that you're not just dying for a friend. You're dying for your enemies as well, people who were your enemies at that time. So I guess the big question is, I, I, you know, can we refund our time? Can we get a refund on time as born-again Christians? And would I be crass in saying yes? Would I be wrong in saying that yes, actually, as born-again Christians, we can actually extend our life spiritually?
0: Yes. Well, I mean, as human beings, our lives are extended anyway, regardless of what our choice is. It's just a matter of where we choose to spend – the eternity that is coming ahead of us after this short time
1: on earth. Do people even realize that there's an eternity coming? I think not. And this is the good news, right?
0: Yep. This This is is the
1: good news of salvation, isn't it? Yep. John 3.16, let's start there. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him, whoever believes in him, shall not perish but have eternal life. And John 3.17 is just as important. He says, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. So God's not looking out to get us.
0: Not in the way that you think. He's looking out to get us in his arms of love. Exactly. Not from a, a negative standpoint, from a positive one.
1: So by putting our faith in Jesus Christ... We are promised eternal life, aren't we?
0: We are. In First John, John 2.25, it says, and this is what he promised us, eternal life.
1: Take it to the bank, folks. You know, we put our trust in the world, and what is it getting us? You put your trust in God through his son, Jesus Christ, which we all have to do, and we get eternal life. That's the the ultimate promise, isn't it? Our it is not it Our physical bodies will die. If they break down. That's, that's what happens. But it's not our physical bodies that's driving us. It's our spirit, our soul, right? And that's what he's going to save.
0: It is. It is. And, and once we leave this world, once our bodies have worn themselves down, um, we can be secure in the knowledge that with, with Jesus in our hearts, in our lives, um, and on the throne we have something marvelous waiting for us in heaven. John 14, too, it says, My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, I would I have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you? And he is. He has gone to prepare a place for all of us, a place of perfection, a place of pure happiness, a place of joy. And that place is going to last for infinity as opposed to our short and troubled times here on earth
1: what's the what's the last i always think when we're talking about time i think of that verse uh the song obviously amazing grace but what's the last stand- stanza when
0: when we've been there ten thousand years bright shining as the sun we'll have no less days to sing god's praise than when we first begun
1: just imagine that right like it's hard for us to get our minds around that but that's the promise of god and and Jen, you and I can testify, if we were ever called as witnesses in a courtroom, we would testify that God has never let us down. Never. He has fulfilled every single promise. And we can testify to that in front of anybody, which we're doing right now, actually, through this podcast. Um, Let's talk about Matthew 6, 19 to 20. He says, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. So the treasures that we store up in heaven can't be attacked in any way, shape or form and they last forever, right? Yep. The stuff that we, the treasures that we chase here on earth, the materialism, everything else, does not last forever. No. And you can't take it with you. Yeah, as the old saying goes. <laughs> and if you compare it, what we have here compared to what God is preparing for us, Jesus Christ is preparing for us in heaven. There's simply no comparison, is there? No. Right? No. So these promises are well worth looking into. If you are not a follower of Jesus Christ, let's finish with one more verse. Jen, if you want to read it, it's Revelation 21,
0: 1-5. And then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. the former things have passed away
1: think about that for a sec so god god is preparing through his son jesus christ obviously preparing the ultimate perfect place for us right no sickness no more sin no more death we're not even going to be crying there'll be nothing to cry about
0: yep no fighting
1: what what on earth can possibly make you even remotely close to the same promise? There's nothing this world has to offer. Jesus Christ has everything to offer, right? Yeah. So listen, folks, this is our first podcast for what it's worth. This is God's opinion on time. And it's also very encouraging, and I hope it encouraged you as a reminder that uh, the stuff of earth is going to burn away. It's going to be gone. It's not going to last. But the things that God has prepared us through his son, Jesus Christ, is immeasurable, and it is eternal, and it is incorruptible, and that's simply by putting our faith in Jesus Christ to forgive us for our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So we hope this podcast, this initial podcast, uh, encourages you, and we just uh, just. Praise God and uh, God bless each and every one of you.